It's Wednesday, November 29th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Rosalind Carter was remembered Tuesday as a former U.S. First Lady who leveraged her fierce intellect and political power to put her deep Christian faith into action by always helping others, especially those who needed it most. A gathering of first ladies and presidents, including her 99-year-old husband Jimmy Carter, joined other political figures in tribute. But a parade of speakers said her global stature was not what defined her. She had met kings and queens, presidents, others in authority, powerful corporate leaders and celebrities, her son James Earl Carter III said. She said the people that she felt the most comfortable with and the people she enjoyed being with the most were those that lived in absolute, abject poverty, the ones without adequate housing, without a proper diet, and without access to health care. The service was held during three days of events celebrating the humanitarian who died November 19th at home in Plains, Georgia at the age of 96. Tributes began Monday in the Carter's native Sumter County and continued at Glen Memorial Church in Atlanta. Her funeral and burial are today in her small hometown. In other news, an advanced geothermal project has begun pumping carbon-free electricity onto the Nevada grid to power Google data centers there, Google announced Tuesday. Getting electrons onto the grid for the first time is a milestone many new energy companies never reach, said Tim Latimer, CEO and co-founder of Google's geothermal partner in the project, Houston-based Fervo Energy. I think it will be big and it will continue to vault geothermal into a lot more prominence than it has been, Latimer said in an interview. The International Energy Agency has long projected geothermal could be a serious solution to climate change, but that potential has been mostly unrealized up until now. Yesterday's announcement could mark a turning point. Fervo is using this first pilot to launch other projects that will deliver far more carbon-free electricity to the grid. It's currently completing initial drilling in southwest Utah for a 400-megawatt project. Around the world, Russian President Vladimir Putin on Tuesday, in a ranting speech before a presidential election campaign, cast Moscow's military action in Ukraine as an existential battle against purported attempts by the West to destroy Russia. Mr. Putin, who has been in power for more than two decades and is the longest-serving Russian leader since Soviet dictator Joseph Stalin, is expected to soon declare his intention to seek another six-year term in a presidential election next March. We are defending the security and well-being of our people, the highest historical right to be Russia, a strong, independent power, a country civilization, Putin said, accusing the U.S. and its allies of trying to, quote, dismember and plunder, end quote, Russia. Ukraine and its Western allies have condemned the Russian action against Ukraine as an unprovoked act of aggression. Meanwhile, 41 construction workers emerged dazed and smiling Tuesday from a collapsed tunnel in northern India where they had spent the last 17 days. A happy ending to an ordeal that had gripped the country and led to a massive rescue operation that overcame several setbacks. Locals, relatives, and government officials erupted in joy, set off firecrackers, and shouted, Bharat Mata Kijai! 
Hindi for Long Live Mother India as happy workers walked out after receiving a brief checkup by doctors. Officials hung garlands around their necks as the crowd cheered. Nitin Gadkari, the country's Minister of Road Transport and Highways, said in a video posted on X that he was completely relieved and happy that all of the workers were rescued from the Silkyara Tunnel in Uttar Kashai, a town in India's northern state of Uttarakhand. No one was seriously injured or killed when a landslide caused a section of the 2.8-mile tunnel about 220 yards from the entrance to collapse early on the morning of November 12th. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.